back to Salt and Burn This, a Supernatural Rewatch podcast. I'm Sammy. I'm Valerie. Thanks for joining us again. I'm so jittery because I must have made my coffee really strong today. And I had a, <laughs> uh, like a cup and a half. Yeah. Um, so now I'm like so frazzled. I can't think straight. Like, or, <laughs> you know, starting vibrating. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> And I even ate, you know, to try and just calm it down a little bit, but it's not working yet. <laughs> oh, this means it's going to be a super fast episode. Fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of coffee, uh, the other day, you know how like people, there's always a scene where someone takes their mug of coffee and they're just standing in the kitchen and they turn and they lean their back up against the counter and they're just like sipping their coffee casually. Right. Yeah, that's it. That's a typical, like, coffee commercial, even, like, for full yeah. years or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, I was doing that. I, mm-hmm. you know, just was like, take a breath, turn around, have my coffee in hand. And just as I went to sip, the dog barked. And she didn't <laughs> just bark. She did that, like, the alarm mm-hmm. bark. Yeah. And, like, unexpected, ran to the front door. And I did the comical, not only spilled the coffee, but hit myself in the teeth with the oh mug. Oh, my God. <laughs> spilled the coffee down my shirt and I was like oh check my teeth make sure I haven't chipped my teeth (laughs) it would be yet another trip to the dentist for you right (laughs) they'd be like Miss Wheeler so nice to see you (laughs) yes (laughs) again um yeah but it was a she couldn't have timed it better if she tried good for you doggy so you got quite the road trip ahead of you coming up Yes, quite a bit of hours. I am downloading podcasts <laughs> to take with me on the road. Telling you, after coming from a road trip of my own, um, after having not been on one for many years, it's going to, especially since you've been in the, your apartment for the entire year, essentially. Right. right? With the, yeah. Well, I guess you've driven to your parent, like. Yeah, a three-hour drive is not a road trip. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's going to. Kind of slap you in the face a little bit, I think. <laughs> Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Yeah. <sighs> well, I'm hoping to break it up a little bit. Like, even on my the first leg of my journey, I'm hoping sure. to stop and see my niece because she's on the yeah. way and mm-hmm. you know, maybe stop and see her new apartment, mm-hmm. you know, and then keep going. Although, I hate to say it, I'm that person who, once I'm in the car, I just want to go. I just want to <laughs> get there. I've put myself in, in jeopardy of, of, like wetting my pants because I wait so long to pull off at a oh gas station because <laughs> it's like once I'm driving I just don't want to hey hold on <laughs> no no sorry I have dog treats in my pocket on my hoodie uh-huh. and she's this is the one pocket that hasn't been chewed through <laughs> and she was just starting to work on it so sorry about that <laughs> I need one pocket, okay? (laughs) I just need one pocket. Season 1, Episode 17, Hell House. When a case of a seemingly average haunting begins to go haywire, Sam and Dean come to find that two bumbling, wannabe paranormal investigators, Harry and Ed, are already on the case. Written by Trey Calloway and directed by Chris Long. Well, I don't think that we've seen... Mm-mm. Those names do not sound familiar no. to me. All right. So this opening teaser starts with uh, we see four teenagers. 
going into a, a creepy little house that has a, we'll say a quote-unquote local legend, but it's more like a, a gossipy kind of legend or a telephone kind of legend where it's like, yeah, oh, my I cousin, heard from someone yeah, from someone. My cousin told me about this uh-huh, place. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, uh, just going to point out again, the girl says, let's not go in there. <laughs> yeah. And the guys are like, yeah, we're going to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so once again, the girl said, let's not go into the creepy old house. And the guys say, yeah, let's go. Yeah. 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 Oh, by the way, uh, did you notice the, the location, Chiron, our little map quest? Uh, Richardson, Texas? Did I see yes. that? Yes. The only thing I could find about Richardson, Texas is that Jensen Ackles lived there for some time. Ah. Either he grew up there or he spent a significant amount of time living there. Oh, That's fun. the only thing I could find about it. And uh, it's down near it's down near Tal- Dallas. It's like yes, in it's a- Dallas County. Yeah. But not in the city. Yeah, it's like a suburb off of Dallas, and apparently this looks nothing like Richardson <laughs> at all. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And the fact that all of this takes place in the basement of an old, like, cabiny house, and people in Texas are like, no, we don't have basements Yeah, in yeah. In Oklahoma, they, they don't have basements either. Yep. But that aside, creepy house. Yeah. Creepy yeah. old cabiny type house in the woods. Mm-hmm. So they go in, there's a bunch of symbols painted on the wall, there's just general creepiness all over the place. At at the time of, like, this scene, it's really dark, it was for me, so it was hard to tell kind of what things were going on in there. Yeah, it just looked, like, just old and, you know, cobwebby, and, yeah. like, you know, there had been sigils and stuff spray-painted mm-hmm. on the walls. I think the big thing you see is, like, a pentagram on the floor, but, again, right. you only see it for a second, and yeah. it's dark, and it's, you know, that's not what the kids are looking at. They're just, like, looking around, yes. like, oh, this is a creepy old house. Yeah. So one of the kids tells a story, like, the quote-unquote local legend of, like, the man who used to live there killed all of his daughters, and now he goes after any women that go there by stringing them up, like hanging them, specifically in the root cellar of this old house. Right. Which you, as we already discussed, probably didn't exist, but... Yes, in the in the cellar that does not exist <laughs> in Texas. Um, I do like that there's one guy in this, this gang of four who is, who's kind of the skeptic. He's like, <laughs> oh yeah, who told you this? You know, who's they? They say, really? Fine. You know, whatever. He's like, whatever, let's go. So he kind of ends up taking the lead. Like, just give me the flashlight. Let's go. Let's go Uh find something scary. Uh And then, he, you know, they get down into the basement uh, or the root cellar. I call it a basement because clearly I'm from the East Coast. Um, (laughs) And uh, he's like, all there is is like jars of, you know, he calls it skank. But it's like, there's just like these weird like fruit jars with no fruit in them it's just like different colored liquids yeah. it just looks like you know clearly these people had no food yeah. <laughs> when when they left the house um and he's like this is stupid there's nothing scary down here mm-hmm. you yes, know and, and then he does, he's like does yeah the flashlight yeah, the, the flashlight underneath the face thing like Ooh, Ooh. I'm so scary yeah. but the, kid, looks the other everybody. kids are like <laughs> death like the color is drained from their faces. <laughs> all face, like they've all stopped and they're just staring over his shoulder. And he's like, ha ha, but, yeah. but what, what is it? You know, it's kind of like, is there something on my face? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? They're right behind me, aren't they? Yes, exactly. <laughs> right. It was right behind him because the camera pans around and you see these legs 
you know, that are hanging from the, the ceiling. It's a body. It's yes. it's a body of a girl who's been hanged mm-hmm. in the root cellar. Yeah. And I love that this guy screams. Yeah. <laughs> he screams and like goes to blank screen and you still hear him screaming. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes, that was great. He did a very good guy scream. Yep. Mm-hmm. So cut to mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Sam and Dean driving. Dean, uh, Sam's asleep. Dean's driving. Now we start seeing a little bit more of a lighter side of the the brothers' relationship, mm-hmm, I think. Mm-hmm. And we started to see a little bit early in earlier episodes with just little things they said, you yeah. know. But this time, like Dean takes a a plastic spoon while Sam's asleep and like puts it in his mouth, and <laughs> Sam doesn't wake up. <laughs> so Dean takes a picture of him, <laughs> and then decides to wake him up by blasting his music and singing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that Sam wakes up with a spoon in his yes. mouth. And he's like, whoop, 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 what? Yeah. I love that, you know, this whole show actually is about pranks. Like, prank seems to be the underlying theme of in this, this episode. episode. Yeah, of this. Totally. I keep calling it the show. I mean the episode. <laughs> um, so it's like Sam and Dean, you know, we learned that they used to do pranks as kids. Mm-hmm. Um, we know as watchers of the show that Jensen and Jared are the ultimate, like, pranksters on set jared more than jensen yeah, i was gonna say particularly jared because yeah. i wrote down like sam doesn't seem to like these pranks like he's really <laughs> pissed off by them but funny enough jared himself loves pranks and right. loves pulling them right like legendary yeah like they they are like the set is known for 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 jared Tom having Fullery. to be yes and like jared having to be ordered offset because he's just <laughs> disturbing people too much um but also thurston you know one of the guys in the group the one who has the cousin dana yeah we'll get to that though because that they yeah they end up talking about it i like that one of the the jokes that uh dean refers to having played on sam was a nair in the shampoo and i don't think nair is a really big product nowadays but nair back in the day was a, a hair removal yeah. treatment for women it was just a lotion you put on your legs and supposedly you're just supposed to be able to wash Wipe off. It off yeah i've used it actually a couple times in my in my days in your days did yeah. you ever have the um outrageous burning and uh scarring that happened with scarring with no a little bit of burning yes because it was just on my legs and maybe i used a cream one on my face for you know my little mustache y'all but I, I do remember it burning on my face. And I used the one specifically for face. For faces, um, yeah. Yeah. It just was never, it was It was one of those hair removal products that, you know, advertises as painless, but you still end up having severe pain, whether it's burning or when you, you know, rip off home waxing yeah. strips, you know. Yeah. That pain is still real. And the other thing with Nair is that the stench of that product. Oh my God, it's awful. So I was like, how did you not know that was in your shampoo? But I get it. It was That was a running prank at the time was yeah. Nair in the shampoo and hopefully <laughs> no one noticed. But yeah, Ugh, the stench and the burning was, would be the dead giveaway oh, of. So Sam has found a possible case in Richardson, Texas. But some things are kind of not adding up because the cops said that the body was gone by the time they got there. He's talking about the opening teaser that we just described. I don't know. It's just, just a little fishy. Then he, Dean kind of like pulls out of him. He's like, where did you find this case? And <laughs> yeah, Sam begrudgingly from... admits that it was from a local <laughs> paranormal website. 
called <laughs> hellhoundslayer.com. Which is a real link, by the way. Yeah, it goes to the the CW the, website now. But Yeah, that kind of bummed me out. I was like, yeah. oh, it's a real one? Oh. Maybe it was at the time, but. Yeah, maybe we were just 15 years too late looking for it. I like that um, Sam says, since I knew we were going to be passing through Texas, mm-hmm. and for the record, nobody passes through Texas, you know, it's like, unless you're going across the north from like New Mexico to um, Oklahoma, and yeah. you're driving across Route 40, yeah, you can get through that in, you know, less than a day. But if you're driving anywhere else in Texas, it's like <laughs> the day you drive into Texas, you go to sleep, you wake up the next morning, you are still in Texas driving through Texas. Yeah. There is no like, quote, passing through. Yeah, only Texas. if you're in the panhandle part, then you can pass through it. But... Correct. Dallas, not, no. not the panhandle. <laughs> hellhoundslayer.com Dean does not think very highly of this website no no but I thought it was interesting though that it's like a bit of a hiatus from dad's journal yeah you know, that that Dean is looking up stuff on websites instead of like dad's journal says that there was you know this mm-hmm. haunted house here you know yeah yeah yeah. Sam is just, he just wants a distraction from the whole dad incident that happened in the yeah. prior episode. Yeah. You know, just and like still we, saying, I think it's a bad idea that we split from dad. Mm-hmm. But, you know, since there's nothing we can do about it right now, let's just find some other stuff to occupy our time. Now, yeah. did you, <laughs> did you hear Dean um, when he's talking about this website? A, he says, oh, it sounds like streaming live out of mom's basement. <laughs> and then he says something like, those guys wouldn't know a ghost if it hit him in the persqueeter. Yes. He <laughs> <laughs> loved it. I had no idea what a persqueeter oh. was supposed to mean. Did you look it up? Yes, I did. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is that? <laughs> and Urban Dictionary came to the rescue. Lady bits. <laughs> yes, means vagina. Apparently from a Comedy Central show that I've never heard of called That's My Bush. (laughs) 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 I was just like, what? What? Excuse me? (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. I got to wipe my eyes. Hold on. And not a single flinch from Sam. He just rolls with the punches on this. He doesn't, like, give him a look even. That's just like, really? Like, that's what you would say? Yeah. Persqueeter. No, let's go look for the kids in the interviews. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And uh, I like that they they drive up, like, the one place where, like, where would kids be, Mm -hmm. you know, in a town like this? And they drive up to this, like, I'm assuming it's, uh, uh, like, a diner, like a... I, yeah, this kind of would look like it's a really, really old school, like, drive-in diner. Yeah. I like the name of it was the uh, the Rodeo Drive-In, and I was like, oh, that's cute, Rodeo, rodeo. Drive-In or Rodeo Drive-In. Yeah. <laughs> it was cute. It was cute. They kind of over-Texas things in this episode. Like, everywhere they went, there was, like, cow horns. <laughs> I don't think I don't think that's over Texist at all. I think that's pretty typical Texas. <laughs> Even the motel that they end yep. up going to. Yep, I was like, I I could believe that being in Texas. Absolutely. There's one you've probably driven by it, but somewhere in Texas, I think it might be Dallas. There's like the 
I don't know what it's called, like the biggest store in Texas or biggest store in Dallas. And I don't even know what kind of store it is, but I remember driving by it once and being like, what the fuck is that? It is the most flashy, tacky oh. just building you've ever seen. It's, you know, turquoise. There are light, big um, light up cowboy boots and cowboy hats and uh, kind of the, the, the Texas font. You know what I'm talking about? The old Western yep. kind of font. It's just yep. too much. It's a whole building of too much. <laughs> <laughs> So I believe I so. all so of the accoutrement, the set dressing in this episode, I'm like, yeah, I would absolutely buy that. Do you know the, the only thing that wasn't Texas, and you can fight me on this, nobody had an accent. Yeah, that's true. Nobody had an accent. Nobody had, there was no twang, drawl, or nothing yeah. from anybody. Yeah, yeah. Anybody. No, I won't fight you that. I don't okay. fight you on that at all. Because Oklahoma is like 90% southern drawl. Which is one state up, so it would figure the farther south you go, <laughs> the yep. more concentrated the draw would be. I wonder if they just went, eh, let's not. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Let's, let's not. Um, but so they find the they find three of the four kids at this diner uh, and interview them. Mm-hmm. And each one of them, I'm, I'm, we're assuming that they're asked the same question, yeah. and each of them has a different answer to the yeah. same question. <laughs> Oh I God. really loved how they did the sequence. You know, it was this kind of fun, you know, they they pieced it together in that they were all telling the story, but they would switch between the kids. You know, they'd, oh, there was this girl with bl- blonde hair, no red hair, no red dark hair. hair. Uh, there were <laughs> Pentecostals drawn everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Pentagrams and Pentecostals. <laughs> yeah, there was... There was blood on the walls. The The walls were black, you know. Mm-hmm. She was sitting there. She was still. She was still kicking, you know. Yeah, yeah. She was hot. And then it was like all conversation stopped. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, you know, for a dead girl, she was kind of hot. Which I found funny. It's like that comment even made Dean squirmy. Cringe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Too far, man. Yep. Too far. So uh, then they end up saying, you know, where did you guys hear all, like, what made you go to this house in the first place? And they all went, oh. Thurston he's he told us about it so they're like we need to go find Thurston Craig Craig is his name I don't I, okay why did I I, I didn't I think they that. said Craig I don't I mean oh. he, they ask him if he's Craig Thurston later on but oh yeah. right in the yeah so they go to a, a record store which I thought was kind of cool that this kid worked in a record uh-huh. store yeah and uh and they we get to see their uh personas in this episode mm-hmm. are still themselves but this time they say that they're reporters for the Dallas Morning News. Yeah. And I think that's the only persona that they, they have in this episode. Yes. So they find uh, this Craig Thurston and they ask him about what brought you to that house. Where mm-hmm. did, you know, where did these stories come from? And so he reca- he retells the story of this guy, Mordecai, mm-hmm. who in the 30s during the Depression saw his family starting to starve, his family of girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Uh, decides to kill them quick instead of having them suffer and starve to death. Yeah. And uh, and then once he's done hanging his children, he ends up hanging himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, you know, I swear what I saw was real, you know, in that house. And, you know, it was not a prank. That girl was dead. I mean, yeah. a girl's dead. That's not a prank. This what yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, real. Yeah. And I would never go back to that house again after mm-hmm. what I saw cut to the house <laughs> cut back to that creepy old cabin house which i have to say um 
kudos to the the location scouts. That yeah. house was amazing. Loved that house. Yeah. That just the outside. I mean, yeah, it was it was trees were growing into the house. There was vines everywhere. It mm-hmm. was it looked wet and old and moldy, like mossy, moldy, like you know, if you've spent any time in the woods. Yeah. You know, wet logs, like dead wet logs mm-hmm. just they have a stink smell about her, them. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like I could smell that. <laughs> Very spooky house. And they try first their, you know, their usual EMF uh, mm. uh, reader, but it's going a little wacky because of some interference that might still be active in the house. I'm guessing it was the telephone wires. Uh, or... Yeah, the power, the right. transformer box up on the yeah. tel- on the telephone pole is, yeah. I guess, notorious for EMF leakage, I, I guess. Yeah, I guess so too. But anyway, they did, they deem it useless and then they go into the house to search for themselves. So then they see all of these symbols written on the walls. Um, but Sam notes, it's like, these don't really make sense. Because some of these, yeah, maybe he would write them, you know, in the, you know, based on a, the 1930s story. But a lot, of, but some of these are after his time. So he wouldn't even know what. Yeah, what those, yeah, if they weren't made until the 60s, like what mm-hmm. Sam says, then Mordecai didn't do this. Yeah. And then um, there's also this a, random one. That's on the wall. Yeah. That's kind of like an upside down question mark with some yeah, lines or around a J it. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, I hate to say this, but also um, Sam points out, he says, well, this over here is a sigil for sulfur. And that's the one he says is the one that was mm-hmm. from the 60s. Mm-hmm. Um, he's right about the definition of the sigil for sulfur. But that particular symbol isn't the sulfur sigil. Mm-hmm. It's actually a Jerusalem cross oh. that just... Just because there were so many symbols, I had to look them up. <laughs> right. What does the, sim- the sulfur symbol actually look like? Oh, the sulfur signal, it actually is, it looks like two upside down T's uh-huh. with an infinity symbol at the bottom. Oh. This? Yes, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. The Leviathan cross Ooh. or Satan's cross. So yeah, that would have been the actual sulfur sigil. So while I was all super impressed with, you know, Sam just having that, the knowledge of symbols Mm -hmm. in his brain, that's, you know, without having to refer to, you know, journal or anything. Yeah. Dean is like kind of a macho dick. And he's like, this is why you don't get laid. (laughs) You know, that's what, you know, nerds, nerds don't get girls. I was like, ah, Dean, Dean, but they, um, they also realized that they're like one of the sigils that J one or the upside down question mark one, Mm -hmm. um, is like fresh paint. They're like, yes. oh, this is this is new. Yes, yes. And it's um, also what, like, Dean has, is like, I have seen this before, but I have no idea what it is. Like, right. he has a recollection of it, but he cannot place where it is. And yeah. yes, that it's fresh paint. Yeah. Um, but they think uh, that it's just kids pranking and tagging mm-hmm. the, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the, the property, just trying to scare each other, I guess. Yeah. Um, but then they hear a noise mm-hmm. in the next room and, you know, they go into, you know, hunter mode mm-hmm. <laughs> and like burst into the kitchen and are like caught in the, the like a floodlight. <laughs> yeah. I said, I said they're attacked by flashlights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, and it's like two guys, you know, they're two humans, two young guys who have yeah. like, video cameras and lights and you know and And one of the guys goggles there's like all sorts of equipment and things going on 
one of them yells cut mm-hmm. which is funny because he's the one holding the camera which i thought was kind of funny <laughs> but so it turns out that it's these two like paranormal hunter guys yeah yes yes and it's like they're trying to be all slick which i uh-huh. love the guy like whips out his business cards and he was like flap you know uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. we are professional paranormal what hunters or paranormal investigators that's yeah. what they are um, and I love that they're, like, trying to be, like, as slick as, like, Dean and Sam actually are in yeah. real life, yeah. you know, without knowing Dean and Sam. But they introduce themselves as, are you ready for this, Sammy? Yes. All right. Ed Zedmore and Harry Spangler. <laughs> Those names mean anything to you? They're from Ghostbusters. Yes, they are. I do know that much. Okay. I, lo- I mean, I looked it up, you know, but... Oh. <laughs> uh, because it was like these, you know, they they kind of point out the last names, you know, when Dean was reading them off the card. So I was like, okay, yeah. this must be from some movie. Yes. Um. <laughs> Dean recognizes the names. Oh well, yeah, most normal people that aren't me would <laughs> automatically know. be like, oh, okay. <laughs> Spangler, Zedmore, yes. All right. So Spangler is Egon Spangler, and um, Ed Zedmore is a uh, Winston Zedmore. Okay. Both were. Ghostbusters on Ghostbusters. We can dive deeper, but we won't. Who played them respectively in the movie? Um, Winston Zedmore was uh, Ernie Hudson. Winston Zedmore was the one black Ghostbuster, if (laughs) you need that pointed out to you. Um, And Egon was played by Harold Ramis, and Harold Ramis also directed, and he's, yeah, a million movies under his belt. Yeah, yeah. So, so this is um, where this is where our boys they play dumb a little bit with these other guys, you know. They're like, EMF. EMF. What is what that? Is that? <laughs> which is which was us from the first episode. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Electromagnetic fields totally lets them, you know, pump themselves up. Yes. Totally lets the 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 Ed and Harry like mm-hmm. be all macho yeah, and like, know it all. Wait, you've really seen a ghost? <gasps> we saw a vase travel off and fall off a table all by itself we didn't actually see it we heard it but, you know. we heard it but you know it was real it was real <laughs> and these two guys actually go on to be like characters in a you know re- recurring characters on the show and they also had their own spin-off show yeah they had like a little web series right I yeah think? and mm-hmm. i didn't watch it I'm not tempted to go back and just watch it to have it in my pocket. But, uh, yeah, it was called Ghost Facers, which yes, yes. So uh, we, everyone we, who sees them is like, Ghost Facers! Yeah, Ghost Facers! They even have a little theme song that goes like that. <laughs> but, yes, yeah, so you will see them again. And that can either be good or bad if you love them or hate them. Because I think right? they're kind of a polarizing uh, yes. re- recurring character in the universe. Right? I yeah, love them. Either... I think that they're hilarious <laughs> yeah did you recognize the the actors themselves from i didn't anything? i just i know them as the ghost facers guys the only guy that i recognized was the the guy who played um ed zedmore mm-hmm. his name's aj buckley and he was on csi new york for like five uh... to seven seasons or something he played one of the lab one of the lab techs mm-hmm. and i was like i know this face i know this face ah that's why i know that face <laughs> but uh but the other guy travis wester i was unfamiliar with completely yeah. so and he did a great job Yes. They have a great dynamic between the two of them as well. So there's nothing to see in this house. Uh, so the boys leave. They leave the um, 
they're not called the ghost facers yet right now i'm going to call them the hellhounders because that's the name of their website sure like they, yeah they learned that they're that they are the ones who wrote this website by the way yes um, they're like oh you're the guys who who run this. the hellhound yeah. lair okay. yeah. Okay. yeah yeah they realize that these aren't you know dean and sam are like they're not real paranormal guys they're not hunters they're mm-hmm. just two guys from their mom's basement who run <laughs> yeah. a, a website so there's yeah. like all right so off they go to the library or at least we assume because Dan- uh, sam walks out of the library finds out that there was a murdoch that lived in that house but his name was martin he had two sons not six daughters and he was not a murderer he was just some guy like living in right. that house and there's right. also no evidence of this dead woman that was there when the kids found her you know she right dis- no the body was missing there was no evidence of a of a crime no and, there was no and, there was no missing persons report filled out like it's like she never existed yes because dean went to the police station mm-hmm. sam goes to the library dean goes to the police station <laughs> yeah no missing person matching this dead girl and they're like let's just go let's just go grab a beer mm-hmm. let the locals you know deal mm-hmm. with that and uh Dean gets in the car, but Sam hesitates. <laughs> it looks like he's about to say something. Like, yeah, he's got this like face. And uh, so Dean starts up the car, and like every knob is turned open. <laughs> yeah. It's the radio, the windshield wipers, the lights, the heat. Everything is on, and it just yeah. blasts him. And you know, Sam is like, "Oh, ho, ho, ho. Yeah. <laughs> I gotcha." Mm-hmm. And Dean's like, "Weak. That was your prank." Yeah. Week. <laughs> so back at the haunted house. Yes. There's a a new set of kids, uh-huh. and I say kids, teenagers. Yeah. Uh, who have apparently played truth or dare, and this girl had to she she lost and had to do the dare. Yeah, she had a set of she had a choice of one of two dares, and one was to go into the house and grab like a jar of something from the cellar, or make out with the guy that was staying there, and she's like. <laughs> Mm, I'm going to take the homicidal ghost. Thank you. <laughs> Even though she's Can't... terrified. She's like, do I really have to do this? <laughs> All right. If I don't have to make out with you, then I'll do this. <laughs> All right. Can't really blame her. No. Can't really blame her. So she is kind of scared. She goes into the house. She's got a flashlight and she goes yeah. into the, the creepy the creepy house. Um, and she sucks it up. She goes, she opens the basement door. She goes down into the cellar. And uh, she passes by this mirror and doesn't see anything. But we see mm-hmm. something in the mirror after her. Yeah. Like, after she walks out of frame, we see something for a hot second. And I saw a guy in, like, overalls uh, with rope. I couldn't really tell what it was. Like, I knew something had happened in the mirror. But I didn't, maybe I was looked away for a little bit too long. But I was just like, I know something just happened, but I couldn't tell what had happened it was just it was just fast enough Uh that she's that that as an audience member you're like did i just yeah was that Mm -hmm. you know and in my mind my mind started filling in the blanks it was like that was a guy he had rope (laughs) you know (laughs) but yeah so that moment that it wasn't a jump out moment but it it genuinely scared me it's it was that same you know the first time you see bloody mary in the mirror i was like oh (laughs) you know Uh she there's something there that doesn't belong Yes. So she's in the cellar. She grabs one of the jars, and then she hears um, a big noise. The second noise, because earlier she heard one upstairs. It was mm-hmm. a huge, like, chopping sound or something, and all she did was, like, hello? Yeah. <laughs> like, I would have bolted out of there at that point. <laughs> um, but she hears another one, just like a big stomp or something. 
she drops the jar and then she goes f deeper into the cellar. You know, she's like, okay, 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 what do I do? What do I do? Um, like, instead of going back up the stairs, you know, into the main part of the house, like, as she was I trying thought, to run away from the sound. I thought she heard the cellar door close. I thought that's what that big noise was, was, was oh, the cellar door closing and, and it locking. Oh, I didn't hear anything, like, locking. Not to say that it wasn't, but because I didn't have, I wasn't listening in headphones. I was just listening ah. on TV. Um, okay. I think that's what it was. Okay, fair Which enough. Is, then that's that makes sense why she would go deeper in the cellar because I was just like, yeah. what are you doing? Get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess she was looking for another way out. And then all of a sudden, this big guy appears, whom one can assume is Mordecai, the ghost. Uh, I don't know if we mentioned the name of the ghost or not, but it's supposed you know, to be Mordecai. <laughs> Mordecai. <laughs> I don't think we did. No. I think because the, word, the name Mordecai is used a million times in this yes. episode that we just all think we know. Who the yeah, ghost I stopped is. even writing it after a while. I was just like, just use the letter M. <laughs> <laughs> it's too hard to write. It is. Um, but yeah, so this spirit, this thing appears. A guy comes out of nowhere. It's, it looks like it's the same thing that was in the mirror. And he has a rope and he, he slams her around, steps on her glasses. She screams and he ends up throwing a noose around her neck and stringing her up to the rafters and we yep. see her strangle and die yeah and it's horrific mm -hmm. the uh, actor just as a side note same guy who played the raw head in uh faith yeah, i think he's in four episodes altogether yeah. of uh, supernatural the go-to monster guy <laughs> yeah later outside of this house um now we see the the cops are there they're wheeling um this girl's body out mm -hmm. of the cabin Sam and Dean are like, well, you know, what happened? They're asking the cops, and the cops say, you know, she hanged herself. You know, that's such a, such a bummer. She had a full ride to the, you know, state university, mm -hmm. and so they think it was just a suicide. Dean is like, oh wait, no, I just got ahead of myself. Hold on. Oh no, no, I was right. No, no, you're um, right. You're right. Sam, Sam says, you know, so what do you think? And Dean says, I think we made a mistake. Yeah. Like, yeah. This, this is something. Yeah, they're rethinking that this is a dead end. Yeah. Um, I have to say there's a continuation, no, a continuity flub here. Mm -hmm. Just a small one. Mm -hmm. But like when the when they when you first see the outside of the cabin and they're wheeling the body out on the gurney, mm -hmm. it kind of clunks down the steps and mm -hmm. is wheeled towards the coroner's van. Well, as they're walking away from the scene, the body is once again clunked down the steps okay. <laughs> and wheeled towards. So it's just one of those. You know, they didn't yeah, the reset reshoots. the props. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't a big deal. It was actually very subtle, but it was yeah. just one that was like, oh, caught that. Um, so they go, they decide to go back again at night. I guess they're waiting for the cops to clear out, you know. Yeah. But unfortunately, they haven't cleared out. They're keeping they're like, uh, an intense eye on this house because they didn't want any more teenagers like breaking yeah. in. and. Yeah. There's like crime scene tape around the house yeah. now. Um, also... Uh, they're, the boys are hiding in the bushes. They hear loud footsteps like, from behind them. <laughs> Not subtle at all, but they see the two uh, hellhound guys. <laughs> the, the whispering very they're not even whispering they're just like talking loudly at each other and they're also trying to sneak into the house apparently. <laughs> and you see Sam and Dean being like, oh God, really? Um, so Dean comes up with this idea. He shouts out like, who are you going to call? <laughs> which then Ghostbusters. Yeah, which then makes the cops like look in that direction and they see the two hellhounds guys and like hi 
They're like, what? No! <laughs> so the cops go chasing Ed and Harry so that Dean and Sam can sneak back into the house. Yeah. Oh. And uh, so now they have a moment in the house and they're looking at the, the sigils again. Mm-hmm. And Dean is like, I have seen this before. And it's that upside down question mark J thing. Yeah. And I said to myself, so have I. I've totally seen this symbol before. <laughs> And uh, and when it hit me, I was like, oh, my gosh, it's from that movie I told you about, The Prince of Darkness. Remember? Oh. About the, the, that the devil lives on the other side of yeah, mirrors. Yeah, the mirror. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That symbol um, was like the symbol of the coming of Satan. Like when you started to see this symbol start showing uh-huh. up in the movie, you're like, oh, he's getting closer. <gasps> so I'm like, oh, my God, this is a symbol of Satan. Wow. And, and this is I was like, why aren't they talking about this movie? The Prince of Darkness is terrible B movie, but why isn't it being mentioned if this is the same symbol from from that? So I yeah. was like, I've seen it. I know where it's from. That's but Dean funny. at this point still can't quite can't put his finger on it. No. Um, and uh, so they after they look at the symbols, they make their way back down to the to the root cellar mm-hmm. and they're looking around down there. And this kind of I had a question about this. Dean picks up a jar off the shelf you know Mm -hmm. the the shelf of of jars that people are supposedly taking jars as part of the dare but it looks like it's the same jar that the girl who just was killed had picked up and dropped and i'm like are the is the ghost like resetting the scene every time something happens down there Hmm. um that was just my question i was i was like oh that's weird because that was the the exact jar that he picks up and he turns to sam and says I dare you. <laughs> I dare you to take a swig of this. Yeah. It's the exact same jar that she had just in the scene before picked up as part of her dare and then dropped when the cellar door slammed. Yeah, I know that her her uh, the liquid of the jar that she picked up was like a pink or a red. Um, yeah. To me, it looked like it was the same jar. It may have been it a different jar. It could have been, yeah. But um, I also was like, ooh, the ghost has reset the scene for this. People on... Uh, they say on websites or like it was <laughs> that was a mistake it was the same jar that was smashed i'm like i think it was purposely done to that the ghost is just resetting things mm. each time mm. that's my answer to that but yeah dean's like dare you to take a swig <laughs> sam's like why would i ever do that <laughs> double dare you yeah <laughs> I like that you can you can totally see Dean as a kid in a lot oh, of these God. moments. Yeah, you know he's, he's not just being a jerk; he's being a kid. He's a, you know? yeah, he's hundred percent the older brother. Yes, yes. Um, but then they hear like this creaking, uh, in a in a cabinet, like down there in the basement, and uh, so the guns out, run mm-hmm, out to mm-hmm. you know sneak up onto the cabinet, and Sam opens the cabinet doors, and out fly like some rats. Not fly, yeah. but out. <laughs> um, <laughs> Outburst some rats. That's what yes. I have to say. Yes. Burst some rats. Dean would have preferred it to be a ghost. Yes, um, I, don't, I don't blame him. And lucky him, the ghost is right behind it. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. Luckily, the spirit arrives to yeah. make that wish come true. Um, and they shoot it. They're like they shoot it with their rocks mm-hmm. on. It's like blam, 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 blam. But it doesn't affect the spirit. Nothing. It does end up kind of like smoking away, but it didn't. It no, but not... it was it was shot at several times before yeah. it smoked away. Yeah, and it didn't smoke away the way we know salt, rock salt does to ghosts. Yes. Uh, and they're what? like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. So oh, then they try to get shit. out because they were like, uh, I don't know how to deal with this, so let's go. 
Yeah. And this ghost is he's making a mess. Like the boys are really struggling with you're trying to get away. And yeah. also just to note that this ghost has an axe, uh, which does seem to cause some damage. Like it's not just a ghost axe, it's a real axe that yeah, can, it's like, like it... slam into it cuts things. Yeah, and it can it can uh it can hold the axe handle against like uh Sam's throat. Uh-huh. You know, mm-hmm. and keep pin him against the walls and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's more corporeal than like any spirit has been yeah. so far. Yeah. Um, but while this is happening inside, outside, <laughs> Ed and Harry have like <laughs> managed to outrun the cops. Yeah. <laughs> to say something about the cops in this town, but no kidding. But uh, Ed, Bort, what is it? Uh, Ed is like, I'm not going back in there. I'm not going back <laughs> in there. And Harry's like, Come on. Would John Edwards say no? Let's go. You know, I don't know if you ever watched John Edwards' show. Um, I know I that he was the guy Crossing that over. yeah, he could talk to the dead, right? You know, and yes. he would have people come on, and he would basically talk be, to their um, dead relatives. Uh, what's what's the what's what was Whoopi Goldberg's? A medium. Yes, but what? Yeah, a medium. I was gonna say uh, Obadiah or whatever her name was in Ghost. Oh. You know where she One, was. One two three. Medium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. A medium. Yeah, something unique. But a medium. Okay. I don't know if he actually went into haunted houses and like hunted ghosts, John Edwards. You know, so. No, he just, no, no, no. He just did the the whole, like, you know, do you want to speak to your loved one dead. type yeah. of thing, crossing over. He talked to the dead, basically. Yes. yes. I just thought it was a cute reference. It what was. Would, would yeah. John Edwards say they no? Have, they have a lot of cute references, which I like. Yeah. <laughs> I just also love that they are decked out in like the most ghostbustery of equipment. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, everything that Sam and Dean don't have, mm-hmm. these guys have. Yeah. Yeah. You know. As they're about to go in, uh, the boys come bursting out, like, running from this ghost. And they're, like, shoving Ed and Harry away. Like, get that thing out of my face, the camera. <laughs> but they are taping. And they tape Mordecai, the ghost, like, coming after them, like, with the axe. And then he just kind of, you know, swoosh, smokes away. And uh, yep. Ed and Harry are like, ah. <laughs> and Sweet Harry, Lord of the Rings. Yes, <laughs> I love that. But and they do run away, but into the cops. <laughs> yes, they turn to run away, and they run smack into the cops again. They are not good at this. No. So they're back at the hotel in research mode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. The cattle horns over the headboards were huge and amazing. <laughs> over both of their beds, giant cattle horns i don't know what they're called steer horns or something i think they're just called longhorns oh or longhorns see i didn't <laughs> even know that they were awesome i loved it i was like they must have had the best time putting these rooms together yeah there's also set a decorators st- a stuffed armadillo uh on the table <laughs> taxidermied armadillo yeah, yeah. <laughs> you sure it wasn't too texas <laughs> i'm pretty sure that doesn't surprise me because in oklahoma which I didn't even think that armadillos lived in Oklahoma, but they get hit by cars all the time. So you'd see them on the side of the road as much as you would, like, a, you know, maybe a possum like somewhere else yeah. or, or deer, yeah. you know. I heard my Poor mom said that they they jump, like, right before you hit them. So you're not just, like, running over them with your car. They actually, you hit them with your bumper because they... Yeah, I think they, like, jump when there's, it's like a defense mechanism where they jump and then I think they... Uh, Turn into a ball? yeah. So it's really sad, poor little guys, because they're so cute. So they're getting really frustrated because this ghost is changing his M.O. You know, you know, before he was, like, stringing people up so he, you know, would have had a rope or something. But this time he's got an axe. Yeah. And also Sam noted that he had slit wrists. 
Uh, which I didn't notice when I was I, looking When over he said it, that, but... I went back mm-hmm. and I watched it again. And I was like, you know, that's not fair. I mean, that was something that there was, there was, you could see it in one frame of uh-huh. one shot in that whole sequence. And it literally was like this and done. I was mm-hmm. like, that's not fair. You well, know, maybe, if you're gonna maybe make... Sam was looking at his wrist when he was being choked out by the... <laughs> yeah, but you know, okay. camera guys, you know, the intention is if the audience was meant to see it. Yeah. The magazine, the Men's Health magazine that Jared Padalecki was in, there's more focus on that than there was on, you know, the slit wrists of the mm-hmm. ghost, and that was a plot point of, you know, yeah. So I'm, but I'm I guess, say, but I guess just Sam just mentioning it, you know, because they both did notice it. Sam and you know, Sam says, "Oh, did you notice the slit wrist?" And Dean said, "Yeah, that's weird." Yeah, maybe I, that I, was their way of, I don't know, but I, I think it, I think some of it ended up on the cutting room floor as well. Probably. <clears throat> In the meantime, though, Dean is still sketching that symbol, mm-hmm. and he's like, I can't yeah, put my finger on yes, this. Yes, it's not an earworm, obviously, because an earworm is a song that gets stuck in your head, but this yeah, is it's like a symbol now. that's stick in his, yeah. stuck in his head, and he can't quite nail it. Yeah. He's obsessed but, with this symbol. Yeah, so Sam, but Sam checks the Hellhound side again just to say, you know, like, but I'm pretty sure the story said that, you know, it was blah, 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 but then he notices that it's changed on the website that now the website says he's killed his victims with an axe and then offed himself by slitting his wrists right and it's not just girls it's 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 everybody guys too which made sense because you know it went after dean and sam who are not girls yes um so dean would like to think that sam is (laughs) (laughs) chick-like so when uh, when sam uh, notes that the website has changed. The story has changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dean kind of gets an aha moment. Yeah. He's like, ah, something clicked. Mm-hmm. I think I know what's happening now. Mm-hmm. And so they they take off to go, it turns out, back to the record store. And uh, they need to talk to Thurston. Craig. Craig Thurston. <laughs> and uh, just a little bit of trivia that uh, Dean picks up when they walk into the record store. The first thing Dean does is he goes to a rack of records mm-hmm. and he pulls out an album mm-hmm. it's a it's a blue oyster cult album mm-hmm. um and it happens to have the uh, don't fear the reaper and uh burning for you mm-hmm. on it mm-hmm. and he, he's because now he's figured out where he's seen that symbol before and it that upside down question mark j mm-hmm. symbol is the symbol for blue oyster cult which i didn't know until yeah, I, he said that. So this whole time that I was like, oh my gosh, it's totally from Prince of Darkness. <laughs> Prince of Darkness used that exact same symbol. So I was scared to death by the Blue Oyster Cult. No, I, <laughs> I mean, I know who Blue Oyster Cult is, but I didn't know that this was their symbol either. Yeah, that was the band's symbol that uh, the guy who made it, it was just uh, a form of Jupiter, I think, wasn't it? Or I don't Saturn? think it means oh, it anything. The, no, it was it was he based it on the astrological sign of, oh, I see, of Saturn. I see. I see. The, yeah, but it was just it was his rendition of yeah Saturn. <laughs> right. Okay. All right. So um, I just thought that was funny that yes. I was like, oh my god, it's Satan! It's Satan! No, it's blue. It's blue oyster cult. <laughs> it's don't fear the reaper, Val. Right. Which, um, if you have the DVD, which I haven't watched this one yet but i'm going to because i want to hear it with the actual soundtrack but they play a lot of blue oyster cult in this episode like in the very beginning the one where he cranks it up to prank sam yeah um it's a blue oyster cult song it is hold on not they played burning for you later on 
but I think it's Fire of Unknown Origin, which I don't know that one off the top of my head. I'm sure I would recognize it if I heard it. But anyway, <laughs> there's a lot of Blue Oyster Cult in this episode, which that would kind of be a little uh, uh, um, Easter egg, I Easter guess. Easter egg? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. So they um, they confront Thurston of like, what'd you do? You know, what'd you do? You Clearly, you painted these symbols. Yeah in the house, you mm-hmm. know, to scare people what what's going on. And so Thurston confesses that, you know, he and his cousin Dana mm-hmm. uh were just pranking kids. There's the prank that we were talking about earlier. Yes. You know, that they just uh she had books from school and they you know, they spray painted stuff on the walls, they painted the pentagram on the floor, they mm-hmm. nailed chicken feet around, they just wanted mm-hmm. to make it look like the house was haunted. Yeah. And, and then they just start telling kids about it. Mm-hmm. And then um, Ed and Harry posted it on their website, and then people started going to the house. Yeah. But they, he also found the story of the actual Mo- Martin guy who lived there, mm-hmm. and he just made up the story about Mordecai. And they also state the first body that they see is actually Dana. Dana. You know, because you can see her, like, making herself up to look dead, and yeah. he puts a rope around her, like, ha-ha, I'm hanging you. Um, so it was Dana there pranking everybody. Right. So she was not dead. She was not a dead girl in the first. No. In the first scene. She was in on it and she was alive, which is why her body disappeared mm-hmm. before the cops got there. Mm-hmm. So, but Thurston again is like, this was just a prank and now someone has actually died and this is never what we thought, you know, would happen. Genuinely yeah, remorseful, the, but he no. is. Yeah, he's really torn up about it. And you know what? I, I mean, I do, I do feel bad for him because that was a good prank when he pulled. Yeah, you know, that was like well an done. excellent, excellent prank. Especially when he played it like he was in on it. Yeah, like with the kids who went to the house. You know, yeah. so he had to act the part as well. I know, and he acted, and he acted the part also earlier. You know, when Sam and Dean talked to him, being like, "Yeah, you know, that girl was dead. You know, I never would go in that house again." You know, still yeah. very straight faced. You know, he played this very well. well. So I also would have been like mortified, uh, traumatized if Someone somebody actually did hurt. actually yeah. die in that kind of way. But the boys do say, "If this isn't real, then where the hell did Mordecai come from?" Like he is real because we right, saw cause we him. saw him. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So they go back to the hotel. Dean comes in the door and he pulls out a packet of itching powder. <laughs> um, starts throwing it in uh, Sam's clothes. I'm guessing his underwear. Specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, Sam's in the shower. Yeah. And thankfully, Sam comes out of the shower wrapped in nothing but a towel. So apparently that was done um, because of the fans pressuring the, uh, oh. <laughs> the network to see more of the uh, the boys instead of the, the girls. boys. <laughs> yes, exactly. More of the boys, please. If you're going to objectify the women in the show, then you should yes. be objectifying the men in the show. Yes. I agree. <laughs> Equal representation. Yes. <laughs> yes, and they did a very good job of it here because yeah. Jared Padalecki in a shot in a towel in a towel while wet is. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so while he's half naked, he does say like, "Oh, this might be a tulpa." So they get dressed and they go to a uh, diner or something to research some more. Sam is like very visually irritated by obviously the the itch- we know there is itching powder in his endies, <laughs> but he does not understand what's going on. You can just see him like trying to scratch his balls without not really scratching his balls. <laughs> <laughs> 
You can see Dean kind of watching him, but not trying not to like acknowledge. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, Dude, are you okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. You know, and then he's like, mm. yeah. So he mentions um, there was a time when like twenty monks or so, Tibetan monks, visualized a golem, and they concentrated and like meditated on on it so hard that it then visual uh, appeared as something actually real. So they yeah. basically made something imaginary made something real out of nothing yeah yeah exactly you know dean's like sam says that was just 20 monks imagine the entire internet yeah you know thinking about this and dean had a good point he's like well everyone believes in santa claus Mm -hmm. you know why why isn't santa actually walking around (laughs) he didn't say it like that but he's like how come i don't get any you know any santa sam's like because you're a terrible person (laughs) (laughs) but also the symbol that tibetan symbol uh was not part of the santa claus lore right so one of the symbols that they painted on the wall was an actual tibetan symbol um and he described it as like a meditative magnifying glass so if someone were to like look on it and meditate on it it's supposed to kind of exponentially increase the magnify your thoughts Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. So if 10,000 web surfers are all staring at this one symbol while reading the story about Mordecai, you know, then it would magnify kind of... the, yeah. <laughs> and Sam's still squirming. <laughs> yeah. Even though he's like, he's explaining all this really detailed, you know, yeah. information. He's still just like, oh, argh. Yeah. <laughs> and also now that the Hellhound guys posted that video that they, ta- that they recorded of Mordecai, like the traffic is now just going Quadruple, up like crazy. Yeah. So they're yeah. like, oh, fuck, man, this is going to get, so, this is not going to be good. <laughs> yeah. How do we get rid of a thought form? You yeah. Know, how do we kill, how do we kill an idea? Yeah. And yeah. Sam's like, I think I'm allergic to like our soap, <laughs> you know, and you can hear Dean laughing at him. Oh, he's cracking he's like, up. That's when he can't hold it anymore. Ha ha ha. He's like, you did this. <laughs> and uh, an outtake of this moment, uh-huh. because, you know, they'll, they'll have actors just say a line differently a little bit each time to see uh-huh. if it builds the scene better. And uh, Jared Padalecki says, you know, instead of, I think I'm allergic to our soap, he says, I think that midget stripper gave me herpes. <laughs> and you see, you see Jensen like start to walk away and then he turns back and he just stares at, at Jared. He's like, oh yeah, he, he couldn't, he couldn't hold it. <laughs> he couldn't hold it. So next scene, Ed and Harry are in their techno trailer. Yeah. <laughs> and it's cute little like Airstream. I loved it. Once again, Ed is like, I'm not going back. I'm not going back there. And Harry's like, this video is like our ticket. This video that we have of Mordecai Mm -hmm. is like our ticket to money, fame, sex with girls. (laughs) Harry's like, "Eh." yeah, Yeah, that's nice. That's not really changing my mind about this. I also love their um, motivational mantra, which is WWBD. What would Buffy do? Yes. And so it's like, nut up. That's what she would do. She would do it. Right. Um, but even Harry's but, just like, but she's stronger than me, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> and just then, mm-hmm. Sam and Dean show up yeah. and uh, try to convince them to take down the website. Mm-hmm. But the boys, uh, Ed and Harry, are like, nope, this is going to be our bread and butter. Yep. Did you mm-hmm. notice, um, I tried to pause and look at them, but the little time slider was blocking some of them but they have a bunch of stickers on the front of their door of the trailer door and i saw the one that i i mean it's something right it says like go into the light 
That was a, yeah, there was a poltergeist sticker. Don't go into the light, Carol Ann. <laughs> I couldn't read them, but the fans' sites say that there were. But the okay. the, vis- the one visible one that kept coming up, coming up was the uh, was don't go one. into the light, Carol Ann. Yeah. The boys are trying to get them to shut down their website. They, the um, Ed and Harry are like, absolutely not. No way. You know, to, you know don't, don't be mad at us for finding out all this info. When... <laughs> and then Sam is just like. Okay, hey. plan B. Well, yeah, I think that they had this plan all along because. No, I know, I know. But they're like, okay, we'll go in with plan A and ask them to, to turn the site off. And then plan B is let's, let's give them this the story i don't think that no i don't think that they wanted them to shut the website down huh okay because because um where did they go oh after they left the the diner when they when you know dean is laughing at sam because you know (laughs) the itching powder itchy itchy balls dean says like we got to go find a copy shop um so they printed out that thing that they end up giving him um because it's fake oh okay all right I'm with so, you. I got it. So, okay, yep. so what what we're talking about is like Sam and Dean are, you know, they're kind playing of, dumb. Yes, to they're playing dumb. They're leave fake. Them on. Yes, fake convincing them to shut down the website, um, and then they give a little teaser information. They're like, "Man, they probably won't even believe the thing that you found out about Mordecai or, or something along those lines." Like, right. a little bit of teaser information that then makes Ed and Harry ch- literally chase after them. They're like, "Hold on, wait, 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 wait. Uh, what's?" What, what what thing? What thing about Mordecai? <laughs> like, no, man, because you said you weren't going to shut the site down. You know, if you promise to shut the site down, we will tell you our information. And Ed and Harry, of course, are like, uh, mm-hmm, yep, we promise. You know, the <laughs> fingers crossed behind their back. Kind of <laughs> right. So then they say, you know, this whole story that you have about how he died, you're actually wrong. We found this at the library. <laughs> And they found a, a, a death certificate of Mordecai um, that he was actually killed by a self-inflicted gunshot. Yeah, it was a certain, it was a forty-five, right? A forty-five, yes. And so now, as a ghost, as a spirit, he's horribly afraid of forty-fives. And it's said that if you shoot him with a special kind of bullet, then you can kill him. Yep. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. Well, uh, we're just... We're gonna go uh, shut the site down now. <laughs> take the like, take the fake death certificate and then they... and like run mm-hmm. back to their trailer. Sam and Dean, having planted the bug of of a different Mordecai story, mm-hmm. um, they've gone to another diner. Yeah, that has this ridiculous <laughs> thing on the wall instead of like a singing bass. You know, yeah, yeah. it's got this like laughing fisherman. You like pull a string and it yes. goes, ha, 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 you know, and yeah. Dean's just sitting there like pulling the string and it's laughing and he's pulling the string and it's laughing and it's driving <laughs> Sam insane. He's like, pull that string one more time. I'll kill you. Yes. I will kill you. Um, but they do post it. They post the story as planned. You know, it's up. Yep. Uh, it's going and they say probably by nightfall enough people will have seen it. In order for it to manifest into, you know, yeah. his his new mo, so then we can go kill him with the gun. Yes. Cheers. And as <laughs> Sam and Dean both grab their beer bottles with their hands and Cheers. clink. Dean takes a swig and then realizes he cannot let go of the beer bottle <laughs> because Sam has retaliated by super gluing. 
the beer bottle. That's right. And Dean's like, you didn't. And Sam is gleefully holding up a tube of super glue. He's like, I did. And then he pulls the string on the laughing guy and is just so full of joy. That was good prank, too. Definitely good prank. So later that night, back in the woods, the cops are still there. Uh, and, you know, patrolling the property, but they hear something and they're like, what is that? And they yeah. hear the, <laughs> yeah, it's know, obviously that because we heard it 16,000 times. Yeah, in the it's scene Dean before. and Sam with that stupid fisherman guy. Yes. Which somehow is like laughing by itself. And that kind of creeped me out a little bit. Yeah, but, yeah, that too. I was just like, who's pulling the chain to make it work? Right? Because it kept going like one after <laughs> yeah. another, one after another as the cops got closer. But it, I was like, all right, maybe they jury rigged Break it somehow. Yeah. Cops are out of the way. Sam and Dean go back into the house, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and they're they're <laughs> definitely in in like hunter mode with the guns and the flashlights. And Ed and Harry show up and almost get themselves killed. Yes. Did you t- did you take note of the 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 banter that Sam and Dean uh, do right before they run into Ed and Harry? It's really gross boy hum- humor, but. <laughs> Oh, maybe I, maybe I. Uh, Dean says, you know, they're yeah. holding their guns and they're, you know, doing this little scanning the room thing. And, and he says, I barely have any skin left on my palm. <laughs> and Sam says, I'm not touching that line with a 10 foot pole. No <laughs> <laughs> skin left on my palm. Dude. I laughed very hard. <laughs> Oh, did you notice, though, that uh, Harry and Ed always had little, like, pot things to say? They do, yeah. It was just, like, at the end of their first time we seen them, uh, I think it was Ed is like, I'm sorry, I could that pot gave me the giggles. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, then later on, they're like, I just really have the munchies. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, yes, they they run into these guys yet again. Yeah, and almost get themselves shot in the process. Yeah. Uh-huh. But before they can like get chastised, Mordecai shows up. Yeah, he comes. He comes through a door that all four of them are like staring down. <laughs> Dean and Sam are at the ready, guns pointed at it. You know, like finally here we go. And the other yeah. two guys, Ed and Harry, are scared out of their minds. Um, right. Mordecai comes through. Dean and Sam start shooting at it, but he's not stopping. Yeah, yeah, and he still has an axe in his hands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it, so it turns out that the uh, the website crashed mm-hmm. before the change could be made. Right. So or, the, or the servers or we, went down or something. Yeah. Probably they crashed before enough people really, like, saw it or could, right. you know, make it manifest. Right. So they're like, right. so so no one saw it? So these guns don't work? Great. Great. <laughs> yeah. Great. <laughs> now what do we do? But before they can really answer, I mean, like, Dean and Sam go off to go try to figure things out. The boys, uh, Harry and Ed, are like, you know, let's let's relook at that footage again. Let's mm-hmm, see if we got mm-hmm. it. And while um, Harry has the camera, Mordecai reappears and, like, almost kills him. Like, takes a yeah. swing at him, manages to hit the camera instead, uh-huh. thankfully. Um, yeah. There's a huge mistake in this scene. Yeah. Huge. As they're getting ready to run, as Sam and Dean have left the room, mm-hmm. uh, and we're looking at Harry and Ed. Mm-hmm. Almost a quarter of the screen is filled with the body of a crew guy. You could totally see oh, really? this crew guy step <laughs> full into frame. Full into frame. I couldn't tell you if he was a sound guy yeah. or you know, boom operator or whatever, but right. it was just like full shoulder into wow. frame. 
and there was no hiding it. And if you look at any of the fan sites, uh-huh. that's like the one big thing. thing it's like they, they yes, but I noticed it. I was like, who is that? Yeah. And then yeah, oh, that's too bad. I didn't notice it. But it happens really fast. But it is there. So Ed and Harry run, but they get trapped in a hallway. Uh, yeah, by Mordecai, Mordecai, Mordecai blocks the exit and then also corners them in yep. a little area. And I'm I'm guessing this is an Exorcist reference, where Ed is screaming, "The power of Christ compels, Christ compels you. you! The power of Christ compels you!" <laughs> yes, that's what the one of the priests is screaming. Yes, in the Exorcist. Yes, that's one of his final <laughs> attempts to exorcise that particular demon is the Got power it. of Christ compels you. Yay, Sammy! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Sam saves them. You know, he comes yes. to the rescue and like distracts Mordecai and is like, "Hey, bastard, come over here." You know, cuz Sam knows he can probably he definitely has a better chance of beating off this ghost than <laughs> Phrasing. 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 That was what I was going to say about that line earlier. Was just like, "Phrasing." Phrasing. That's what Archer would say. Um he has a better chance of, of beating up of beating the, ghost. the ghost. Yeah. Yes. Um, than the boys do, than mm-hmm. Ed and Harry do. So Ed and Harry are like, see ya. Mm, <laughs> They're yep. like, okay, we'll leave. <laughs> yep. So they like they like inch their way past mm-hmm. <laughs> the coast, um, leaving Dean to basically be held now by the ghost. Like he's got Sam. the axe mm-hmm. again. I'm sorry. I meant yeah, Sam. They're interchangeable sometimes. But yes, he's being choked again by the axe handle. Meanwhile, yeah. Dean is throwing gasoline or lighter fluid or something everywhere in the house. Yeah. Comes yeah. into the room uh, that Mordecai is, um, you know, killing Sam. And the little bug's aerosol uh, fire comes back. <laughs> yes, yes, he's got some sort of aerosol and his lighter and fwing. Uh-huh. Instant, you know, flamethrower yep. a la bugs. <laughs> Enough yep. to distract or make the Mordecai disappear. Yeah, yeah um, or just kind of just like floof out yep. for a minute. Floof out so Sam can is freed for the, mm-hmm. for the moment. Um, and as they... You know, start to run back through the house. Dean still has his lighter, and he's like, "All right, yeah. Plan B." <laughs> <You Yeah. know? laughs> it's like Plan uh, Plan K at this point. <laughs> yeah. So he has his his trusty. I keep calling it a bic. It's not a bic lighter because no, that's it's a, um it's a Zippo. Yes, Zippo. So my apologies, uh, Zippo. If you would like to sponsor our podcast, <laughs> I will. I will say Zippo instead of <laughs> bic. Um. Yeah, so he throws it into the uh, the gasoline or the lighter fluid that mm-hmm. he spread all over the floor. Foom! The the house goes up in flames, and Sam's like, "What? This is your plan? Like, <laughs> yeah. What are you What are you doing?" And he's like, "Well, if you can't, if this guy can't leave the house, and we can't kill him, let's destroy let's destroy the house so he mm-hmm. has nothing left to haunt." Yes, and also there's no more house for people to go into. Right, and he's like. Okay, and Sam's like, "Well, what if the what if the story changes again? Mm-hmm. You know, and he's able to come back in another form." Mm-hmm. Uh, and Dean's like, "We'll just have to come back, yeah. I guess." Yeah. But did you notice? I thought Sam was kind of wussy in the delivery of these lines. He was kind of like, "Well, what if he comes back?" Yeah, I was just like, "There's nothing wrong with this plan at all." Burning down yeah. the the house with the ghost in it. I mean, fire kind of destroys just about everything. You know, salt and burn. Yes, <laughs> yes. exactly, <laughs> exactly. I just because he just seemed so like. But what if this? And his yeah. voice was all kind of cracky. I was like, "What is that? What wussy?" I wrote down sounding kind of wussy. Honestly, <laughs> 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 what I wrote down. 
but uh but dean takes you know takes the lead does the right thing although sam does make the point of you know Mm -hmm. how many things exist only because people believe in them yeah and i was like dun 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 yeah yeah that's like the theme of this that and pranks back at the trailer park (laughs) yes cut to and the uh, ed and harry have i don't know grab some munchies (laughs) (laughs) and they've also packed up their entire campsite their entire trailer is like their car is packed the roof of the car is packed the trailer is packed they've Uh picked up their pink flamingos (laughs) everything they're they're leaving town and uh sam and dean are also there they yeah. have come to, I don't know, say goodbye or wrap things up. I'm not sure. But they're they're there, and Ed and Harry are kind of smugly being like, oh, yeah, we've uh, got a, a big deal going on in La La Land. You know, we sold yeah, the rights to Mordecai. got a call from a Hollywood producer. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> Sam and Dean are like, good for you. <laughs> What's a, they've let, they're, they're describing all the things they're getting, like movie rights, TV mm-hmm. rights, uh RP RPG, <laughs> which is role playing game. So they get in their um, little car, which I'm surprised that little car can haul that big trailer. Yeah, um, especially given that it was a gremlin. Yeah. <laughs> so not only a little car, but one of the worst little cars yeah. ever made. And then as but, they drive away, Sam confesses that he was the one who called ed as a hollywood producer yeah and yeah. dean confesses that he left a dead fish in the back seat of their car <laughs> <laughs> see now that reminded me my dad now i don't know if the story is my dad telling me this happened to him or telling me that he did this or if it was just something that was done at the time mm-hmm. that newlyweds you know how they do the driving away with the tin cans Uh and everyone's like bye yeah the prank was to put like a really what's a really smelly cheese like a roquefort or something Uh, some really just really really stinky Mm -hmm. to put it on the manifold of the car so that as they drove off and the engine got hotter and hotter (laughs) the the cheese would melt and the smell the cheese would come into the car and so these newlyweds would be like is that you is that my new bride is that my new husband who stinks like that so i don't know if that was done to my dad if my dad did that Uh or if that was like pranks that like was done yeah yeah but that fish in the back seat i was like oh my gosh cheese on the manifold right so they laugh and then call a truce they call a truce (laughs) on each other for at least the next 100 miles (laughs) which is not a long time so they drive away um and a cute little thing that, again, Netflix viewers won't see is the song that when he turns on the radio, it's a Blue Oyster Cult song. It's I'm burning, I'm burning, I'm burning, I'm burning for, you. for you. Yep, that would have made the episode better. Yep. So I forgot to mention that um, because there was just so many Ghostbuster references yeah. in this movie, in this movie, in this episode, that... Uh, I actually did go through my DVD collection uh, to look for the Ghostbusters uh-huh. to bring up so that we could watch it. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I couldn't find it, though. But I'll, I'll look oh. again. I'll look oh, again. No. But I was like, I'm going to force her. And maybe oh, Jake can come over. Yeah. And we can all watch Ghostbusters. But I so I wanted to mention that on the podcast. Oh, that yay. I will make you watch Ghostbusters, <laughs> Sammy Salloway. <laughs> Thank you.
Sammy, I found um, in my, my researching podcasts and stuff, I've been following a lot of other podcasters just to kind of get a feel for like what we're supposed to be as <laughs> sure you know, as, as podcasters I found a lot of how not to's <laughs> along the way um, but I've also found some really good how to's mm-hmm. and uh, there's this one podcast called man chatter and it's Love like that m-a-n space chatter yeah, yeah man chatter and it's just these two guys Ben and John uh, who talk on random topics um, and it's not specifically I would say for men it's mm-hmm. two men chatting, chatting. Mm-hmm. um uh, but they're not just bullshitting uh they they have their topics for the day and they talk about them and they do a really good job it's insightful some of it's funny some of it's painful to listen to because it's you know uncomfortable topics mm-hmm. you know some of it's racism you know racism in disney mm-hmm. and i mean they go to great lengths to do a good podcast and one of those things is that john's internet is out at the house so he rents a hotel room so oh that he gosh. can use their internet. I mean, he's dedicated. They're dedicated to it, and they do a good job uh, on the on the podcast. But the other reason I like them is they reached out to us, mm-hmm. saying that they liked our podcast. And so to hear someone who is already established and doing a j- good job on their podcast, for them to reach out to us and give us like not only supportive words to say that hey, we're doing a good job and keep mm-hmm. it up, but they gave us a shout out on one of their podcasts. I know that was so nice. Thank yeah. you guys. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, if you want to hear the shout out, it's on mm-hmm. the, the Shmoney Explained yes. episode. Um, <laughs> so I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you to the Man Chatter podcast. Yeah, thanks, Man Chatters. Everyone go check them out, subscribe, and rate them after you subscribe and rate us. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The one caveat is yes. you, you, you have to mm-hmm. hit us first. Mm-hmm. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to this week's episode. Um, please follow us, like us, subscribe to us, rate us, you know, all the shameless begging that we must do at the end. Um, beg, 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 yes. beg. So on Facebook and on Instagram, we are at Salt and Burn This Pod. On Twitter, we are at Salt and Burn This. Um, you can find us on pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts. That's Apple, that's Spotify, that's Podcast Addict, that's Amazon. Amazon, the ones that you that you pay for. I think we're on Stitcher. So yeah, we're we're available everywhere. So subscribe to us and rate us. We would really really appreciate it. It would help us grow, and um, and that's kind of what we're you know now aiming to do, <laughs> since you know we're seventeen episodes in. So <laughs> <laughs> I think we've proved we can we can take this to the long haul. <laughs> yes. So thank you again. Uh, make sure to join us next week for something wicked this way comes. That's like a mouth. That's a mouthful after all it of is. these like Hell House, Shadow, uh, Bugs, Hookman. Very Shakespearean of them. Yes, yes. So we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>